Welcome to another installment of Money You Should Ask. I'm your host, Bob Wheeler. In this episode, we are going to explore, question, examine, converse, dig deep, expose, laugh, and cry about the money beliefs, money blocks, and life challenges of our next guest. Turn up the volume, listen, learn, and laugh. We have a comedy store regular, a very funny guy, Davey Wester. Thanks for joining me, Davey. Yeah, it's good to be here, Bob Wheeler. I'm glad to be talking about financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to be giving us all financial advice so that we can all have a million dollars by the end of the year. Oh, yeah. My uncle, who's a CPA, will tell you I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm a horrible financial advisor. Uh, no. Well, well, let me ask you this. So, I mean, right now you're headlining. You're going to be in Fort Wayne. Coming up real soon. Mm. Um, you've been a paid regular since 2003. Yes, sir. Uh, let me ask you this. When you got made a paid regular, what was that like? Oh, it's terrifying because Mitzi put me right between Bobby Lee and John Caparillo. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Your first set? Yeah, that was uh, – Oh, yeah. wow. And I had about seven and a half hot minutes and then the other seven I just stared at the world. Uh, oh, man. In the OR. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. I would not want to follow Bobby Lee. Yeah, well, uh, I was in between them, but it was Caparillo, me, and then Bobby Lee. Oh, so you followed John. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Man, man, man. So that's pretty cool. And um, so how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, going on, oh, wow, 16, 17 years. Wow. I remember when I was a young kid up When you were a youngin'. Yeah, now I've been up here 16 years going back and forth on the road. And, you know, it, it's... You have to be like you. Everybody glorifies the road, but they don't realize how much money it costs. Like you, the the, yeah. wa- the waffle houses you're gonna eat at for the rest of your life. It feels like at times, but the four uh, four seasons hotels that you'll be staying at. Oh, I'm never. I, I, I <laughs> like one time I was staying in uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas, and I was staying at a Super Eight. Yeah, and I found a grocery list in the the bed where I was sleeping. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. So, hey, I read it and went to sleep. That's how how you do it, man. Oh, that's good. Well, at least you didn't go out and buy anything off, no, off the list. Uh, no, I, I feel bad because they left their grocery list in the in, in the blankets. But as am, there's some nasty hotels. Did you have you ever done the triple runs? Uh, no, because I'm from the Northwest. Oh, yeah. So, Why, well, you don't need to. Yeah, I, I set up my own shows. And that's usually what me and uh, a friend of mine, we, we, uh, we, we work with clubs, but uh, we've learned how to set up our own runs where you actually make money. Oh, that's is. a concept. Yeah. What? Make money? Yeah. You got In comedy? To. Yeah, you got to, man. You can't, you can't, uh, like, you can't do two hours over here and four hours over there and not make any money, you know. It's just I, I got tired of it, so we we built our own runs up. That's what I've been doing for the last couple of years. That's oh, that's what, cool. That's cool. Yeah, because those I remember those uh, those triple runs up in uh, all you know Seattle and all the little teeny tiny towns. Mm. And man, you know, you drive for eight hours, and I think I spent more than I actually yeah and received. That's, and that's what we try to do is like we try to. Time consumption. It, it's all about two hours this way, four hours this way. Max we go is four hours each way. Oh, smart. Because it, it, it it's gas. You're, you're in the middle of nowhere. I mean, one of the funniest ones was uh, you got to be prepared for anything. I was going out. To, I was working for funny business. It's going up to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Mm. I'm supposed to do the worst casino in the country. Nice. Um, but my car... I blew a rod in my other car, and I was in Wausau, Wisconsin, 
And now I wasn't prepared for anything when I was in Warsaw because, number one, uh, I didn't have cell reception because they don't have Verizon there. Right. Uh, yeah. They, that's, the, that's the best one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, they were like, got in the car, just trying to figure out what to do because I got into the tow truck. I go, hey, how come we can't? Have, how come we don't have reception? Where, where can I get reception for Verizon? He goes, oh. You can't get it here because we ran them out of town. I was like, okay, you had a witch trials. Okay. It's <laughs> very nice. Yeah. Now, were you there in the winter? No, I, I actually lived in Minnesota for oh, really? 18 months. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm back in LA. Uh, yeah. I, I did two weeks. One, one, one day it was for like three weeks straight. It was like minus 30, minus 25. Oh, yeah. It's that's a little cold for me. I, I I was opening for Jeff Wayne. He used to go. Uh, he I think he was from back that way. Mm. And we went out and because um, he used to do comedy with um, oh Louis Anderson. And uh, it was snowing, and we were do we were doing a bowling alley because mm. we had all the big gigs. And uh, <laughs> you know it was like pouring down snow, and I we were like nobody's going to show up because in L.A. you know if it sprinkles everybody. Oh uh, no, that's a challenge. That's a challenge. <laughs> yeah, was... they all showed up. People yeah. showed up. I'm like, it's snowing. It's like two feet of snow, and people came to the bowling alley. We no, actually no the, you actually have better shows when it snows. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's weird out there because it's it's a challenge. Yeah. You know, it's it's like we don't care if there's a whiteout. We'll drive in it. Like you know, we I ain't mean, got nothing to do. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you you gotta find indoor activities because it is minus 35 a lot of the time. I mean, you a warm day like, and I started to realize when I came out here. Or I came out in January or something like that. That I've lived in Minnesota too long because a warm day in Minnesota is ten degrees. Yeah, you're like yeah. It's ten degrees outside. You'll see. I have a I had a mailman. No matter how cold it was, he always wore shorts. And there's a picture on my Facebook when it was minus twenty, and he's just wearing shorts delivering no. mail. See, I'm wearing a parka at 65. Yeah, no. If it's 65 degrees, I got a parka because I'm spoiled rotten Los Angeles. Yeah, no, I, I I was spoiled rotten for a little bit. And, and then I just, I lived out there for about 18 months. Yeah. You know, uh, my mom's out there, so okay. I was taking care of her and taking care of finan- family stuff. And um, it was different. I was born there, but I wasn't raised there, so okay. I, I had no idea about the Juicy Lucy or Prince. So there you go. Well, and were your parents supportive of you doing comedy? Not at first. No, no. I mean, it's like because, like, my dad was from a factory background, mm-hmm. so like, and I had I had started working in factories when I was like fifteen. Okay. Uh, I came out here when I was twenty-one, not to do comedy. It just kind of happened, and. Um, found that I love this place and I kept coming back and uh um and then I got passed a year later which was weird but <laughs> and then I wasn't prepared but but you just take like with life you just take the little stuff as it comes along and you try to roll with it man that's that's what I've learned I I've as I got older I realized that you need a good credit score uh like and that wasn't always the case cuz I used to Back in the day, we, we, we would, I think the statues of limitations are out on it. Um, you remember the Indian payday loans? Yeah. That no longer exist yeah. because they were, they found to be illegal. Yeah. yeah. So, so me, we would, me and I, another buddy of mine, we, we set up ghost accounts and rip off these payday loans. 
<laughs> I'm glad somebody took them, their money from them. Because, <laughs> yeah. Man, forty yeah. percent interest or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, insane. So, yeah, the, the 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 ones that like the the guy in Kansas that uh, I've actually been there. The, the Montel Williams was the spokesperson, and they claimed that they were on the Indian reservation. And so, oh, right. Yeah, and he's facing forty. It just I knew what I was, but it, you had to eat. Like it's yeah. all off my credit now, so I'm not worried about it. But, <laughs> uh, but it, it's like you make you, you go through these, like because I I didn't grow up with money, so you you just you go through hard times. I worked at a newsstand. I was a manager there, and you do similar jobs. But it just feeling like I I know that there is some financial burden with people that do this, and it's hard. Yeah, but. When when you're up there by yourself and you're doing well and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's it's a blessing. Yeah, it, it really is. Like you're you feel blessed. I mean, if you work hard enough, the money will come. Right. That's what I've learned. And um, I do some. Um, I'm, I mean, I sell merch and do all that stuff. And I have a Minnesota uncle that. I don't have to worry about Takis evasion because he he is like to the like he is the like the good CPA right. of like you have to do everything right or I oh, won't. Oh, that's good. I won't do your taxes because I was trying to run some sort of tax scam in his head. I was like, well, we could do this. No, that that will get you. He's, he's on the straight and narrow. Yeah, he's very he's, straight and narrow. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> What was what would you say is your biggest like? Do you remember like your biggest challenge of like not having money and living in L.A. and roommates and having like four roommates in a studio apartment? Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Who got the couch? Who got the floor? Yeah, yeah it was money. Like, cause you you didn't realize. I think when you're in your twenties, like when in your twenties, you don't realize until you get older that this is a business. Right. You you don't realize that. You, it's just a big party. Yeah. It, it's like, hey, let me drink as many beers as I can and have a good time. But when you get into your 30s, like mid-30s, you're like, oh, shit. I, I got to, like, really buckle down and do this. As, if this is going to be my career, I have to do this as my career. And that's why I left. Because I don't know if you know this, but I left L.A. for three years. Yeah, to, to, I remember you disappeared. I didn't know what happened. No, so. I, I was still doing comedy, but mm -hmm. I, I had to uh, not be reliant on just this club or the Laugh Factory yeah. or the improv. I had to build, in, like any business model, you have to start, like I, I do clubs, but I do a lot of honky-tonk bars, which yeah. fits my demeanor, but it's not everybody would want to do that. But it's a foundation for a fan base so I could draw one day. And right. it, it's just like any business model. You have to do this. You have to, you know, podcast. And it's everything you just – but, I mean, like, you just learn on the road. Like, Waffle Houses and Steak and Shakes, man. I love Waffle House and Steak and Shakes. Yeah, because they're cheap. They are cheap. Well, I just actually – I thought uh, it was good cuisine, but I'm from Tennessee, so I'm not very uh, I'm not very sophisticated. Me either, man. <laughs> I, like, I, love, I, love, I love me a good the old – Barbecue roadkill. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm surprised McDonald's is around there because you got Steak and Shake. Why would you go to Why? McDonald's? Exactly. No, I was yeah, I'm a big Crystal fan. I was a big Crystals fan. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> what um, like think back to like when you were a kid? Could you like what was the first 
thing around money that you remember? Like, did you get an allowance? Do you remember stealing money out of your dad's wallet? Do no, you my dad my dad didn't believe in paying for an allowance. Okay. My, my dad wasn't that. He would always tell me it was a communist regime. Oh, okay. <laughs> <That's> how, <laughs> Dictatorship. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. He's, if you want money, you go get a job. But if you get money, my dad wasn't. You know, they had money. My mom, I mean, my dad was frugal. And we weren't, people have a misconception because I grew up in a 77 Fleetwood, right? A trailer. But my dad, the only reason my dad bought it was it was 9,000. Right. And there was only three of us. Right. My, my dad had this concept. If I could pay off this in X amount of time, you know, we don't need much more than what we have. And that's how I was raised. You don't need much more than you have. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why, like, and that, that's like, this is a very simple country way of living, but my dad believed in just what he could do. So we also owned the land where the trailer was, so we didn't have, the, we didn't have lot rent. We, we just paid property tax. Right. And which was, it, the house was so damn cheap. The property tax was like fifty bucks a month or fifty dollars a year or something like that. So, but it wasn't bad. I mean, but we were able because we freed ourselves. How my dad felt because we are able to travel. Right. Like you know, if we had if my dad because my dad worked at a factory where we had a lot of shutdown time. Right. Because it was potatoes processing uh, and stuff like that. Okay. So like you have seasons where it shuts down and you're just getting unemployment. Meanwhile. People are living above their means, or right. are struggling to, to to survive. And um, I I kind of take that from my dad is yeah. just uh, just keeping it simple. I mean, I I went through my own trials with money and stuff like that, but mainly because I like I used to love to drink. Yeah, um, that can add up. Yeah, no, now it's like I'm cheap and I'm afraid of DUIs in Arkansas, so I just. <laughs> Yeah, that that would suck. Uh, what was your, what's your like? Can you think of like when you're talking about the debt and stuff? I remember when I was in my twenties and I had no money. Mm. Um, I remember I took a, a friend to let me stay with them for a bit, mm. and so I felt really like, oh, I'm really grateful. So I'm gonna take you out for dinner. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, I'm going to take you out for dinner. And so I gave him three credit cards to the restaurant. They kept declining on my credit cards. Yeah. They're like, yeah, sir. And I was like, finally, my friend was like, can I just pay? And I didn't have any more credit cards to have declined. So then I was like, all right, but I'm going to write you a check. So I wrote him a check, and then I bounced the check. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. That's... <laughs> I was like, ah. It sucks not having money. No, it does. And you just – but you realize, like, having not having money, you get inventive. Like, you know, you put tortilla chips with top ramen. Yeah. Or, like, you like you do jail food. That's what it is. Jail food's good. They get bologna. I like bologna sandwiches. Oh, uh, you, you haven't been to jail enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just bologna sandwiches. Damn. No, they they have this Vaseline they call jelly on there. Oh, nasty. It, uh, like, yeah, I've been known to, like, get a few tickets and not pay them. But. Oh, well, you know, there you go. When I was younger, yeah. Now I'm just like I'm Mister By the Law because By the Law. Yeah, well, because you don't want insurance to go up. That, that's the good thing about car insurance. You worry about the premium more than you do about people. So that's yeah. what it keeps people in line. It does. It does. What do you? Um, that's, that's just funny. I think Memphis. The police, they only served you bologna sandwiches in jail three times a day. Oh, Memphis. Oh, Memphis, man. I, we got to talk about that city. 
you, you gotta you gotta do some financial advice on that city. That's it. The only street on there that didn't look like it was falling down was Beale Street. Oh yeah, I love Beale Street. I love Memphis. Yeah, no. I, I love Memphis. Nobody else loves Memphis, but I love Memphis. Well, yeah, if you want to get like, if you want to look, oh, there's another broke down building. Like, yeah. Uh, because I got lost there. I yeah. drove around Memphis because I was in Jonesboro. I was like, yep. this is how my mind works. I wasn't going there to see Elvis Presley. I was going there for the peanut butter and fried peanut butter jelly sandwich or whatever yep. at the, at the, right down the street. That's uh, hilarious. Yeah, that's was my tourist attraction. Like, I, I do. Most people want to see monuments. It's like, oh. Unusual white trash food. Let's go. That's, that's what I'm going for. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love I love Memphis. That's yeah. funny. When, when you um, so let me ask you this: Do you remember your first paycheck in entertainment? Like the first check you got? Fifteen dollars from this place. Fifteen dollars from the comedy store. Hey, it's twenty now. Yeah. No, they Let's moved. Go. Yeah, they we, moved. Hey, man, we're moving. You know. You don't know they, the they got a whole studio up here. I'm like, wow, like, this is where everybody was afraid to go. Oh, well, that's because all the ghosts were down here. Yeah. I don't. Did you ever see a ghost here at the store? Well, well I, it was either from lack of sleep or because uh, I, I used to live here at this club for a little bit. Yeah. I, lived I think here. many people did. Yeah. Like, Wait until the lights go out. Yeah. Hide. Because you used to be able to hide in the woman's bathroom up yes. there in the belly room because it was a full plated door. So, like, you would wait. Like, that's why when I walked in here today, the cleaning crew was so excited to see me. They thought I was dead because I would hide from them. They were like, David's back. All right. Yeah, I'm not moving in. I got my car out there. I had to show all them. And then Juan Carlos was like, oh, you're doing good. I'm like, yeah, I have an apartment now. Don't worry. I'm not. <laughs> not sleeping at the store. Yeah. Man, I don't know how many people have slept here. And I know, um, I think it was Sam Kinison that Paulie used to leave the door open in Westwood so that yeah. Sam could sneak in the back. Mm. I mean, it's not always like million-dollar paychecks. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's not. People think, oh, this must be great. You're going the road. And, they, and I took out a young comic, and he's he's a really funny kid. Um, but he had, like, everybody from Minnesota was like, oh, you're going on the road. Da, da, da. And he, like, after two weeks, he goes, dude, I don't know how you don't <laughs> kill yourself after a Wednesday show. I'm like, this is the road. On Wednesday, you do seven people. Thursday, you might do ten Friday and Saturday, you hope for better, but like he goes, I don't know how you do these Wednesdays. You just stand there and you talk for an hour. And then, People stare at you if there's anybody there, or yeah. the walls just stare at you. Yeah, that's that's my whole goal is not to do Wednesday shows anymore. But I'm, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't need an Emmy or stardom. I just don't want to do Wednesday. <laughs> don't do Wednesday. How are Monday nights? Oh, Mondays are actually I've done a couple good Mondays, like depending on the area. I mean, I've worked with. Did you ever work Kansas City? No, with the, with the Glaciers. Oh, uh -uh. yeah that that was that that club had history of bouncing checks and. Oh jeez. Uh, they're all passed on now. They passed recently. So, like one of the the Glacier, they've been doing this from the eighties. They would they would literally ask you if you wanted cocaine or money. Wow. Uh, yeah, and it's like ah, I got paid bills. Like yeah, I'll uh, take the money. The, the the powder doesn't pay anything. Yeah, it doesn't pay anything. It just gives me heartburn or whatever. Now I don't know if you were here when we were a little lean for a couple of years, where the it was a sort of Russian roulette if you mm. deposited your check. Oh, I remember that. You were. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, oh, we would always try to get the checks over on Friday afternoon, super, super late. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so I, the banks were closed. Dude, I, yeah, you know uh, how embarrassing that is for like when you're at a money mark and they're like, <laughs> hey, your check didn't clear for $15. I know, I know. I'm like, I'm calling up people. I'm like, ah, all right, well. Oh, my God. It used to be mortifying because, you know. It yeah. was lean. No. I, it was I, tight. It I, was tight. I remember, like, like OR shows being closed down. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. I remember, like, it was cool because, uh, like, people that love this place, celebrities would come up here, but the, there wasn't not enough people for a show. Right. We were used to pray that there would be four people yeah. to, to do a show because that meant you get to go up. Right. Like, you know, it was the, the rule of four. If there's rule four, of four. And it's like that. So that's how times have changed, man. Well, you know, it's funny. In those lean times, I was telling somebody the other day, um, we had in the main room, we had Fat Tuesdays. Yeah. And we had um, uh, a show on Saturday night in the main room. And if Fat Tuesdays canceled last minute. Yeah. Payroll wasn't going to be made. <laughs> yeah, no. <it's... laughs> like, and La Jolla, the La Jolla Club, even though it was a lot smaller, was basically basically carried the sunset for about four or five years. Yeah, I mean, it was. That's why we'd all want to go down there because <laughs> <it was laughs> like... they had an audience. Yeah, they had an audience and they had a condo, which they re. Like, it looks it... good. Yeah, I was kind of. I was like, I'm going to the 1970s. No, they. They. I, it's been upgraded. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like, "Where's the tube TV?" Like the uh, the actual electrical cords are in the wall. Oh, okay. <laughs> Instead of running across everything. Yeah, there were some uh, there were some tight years. That's funny. well, and it's good to see. It's like, well, I mean, that's the one beautiful thing is like, I, I think like from this club, you can use it as an example of. If you have a financial crisis, you just keep running along, and eventually it'll pop again. If you have the great, a good foundation, because yeah. the, the club had a good foundation, to we begin. did, yeah, and that's what, and just the resurgence of like, like technology and stuff like that, and people wanting to come down, um, but it, it just had a like, like anybody in life, like if you have a good foundation. You might go through some rough times, but if you keep plugging away, eventually you'll pop again. Yeah. And then that's just, that's how I look at life, man. Like, you know, yeah, there'll be, there'll be shows. I mean, I dread going to casinos because that (laughs) means I don't sell a lot of merch because they're all, no offense, Bob, but they're your age. Ow! Oh, I have to go to the casino tonight and win some money. Yeah, well, they don't—they don't do that lawfully. They—they they look at. Oh, yeah, you have T-shirts. Oh, what's that? That's a sticker. That's free. I'll take the free shit. I'll take the free shit. Oh, that's <laughs> know your audience. That, that's yeah. Funny. Well, casinos, man, on so many levels can be not. There's, no, there's pretty rough shows. Yeah, at least my experience. Oh, uh, it's, it's it's all depend. Because I, I went out with John Reap, and that was fun. We did a casino. But it was like, he was just like, whatever, it was a Sunday. But he was like, because the casinos don't really promote the shows. They just give out free tickets. And so it's like, you just have random people walking in that have no idea that this is, uh, they they have no idea who John Reap is. Or me, or anybody. It's like, you might have like four or five people. But the casino promotes it, right? Because they're hoping to drive. Because 
all that is for them is a tax write-off, no matter how much money they spend on it. Right, uh, exactly. Know. What would you say is your, like, if you think back of all the shows you did, whether it was uh, performance-wise or getting the least paid amount of money, or what was, like, can you, what was your worst performance? Like, your fir- worst memory of a, at a club or... Well, I'll I have so many. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll do uh, I'll do one from. This is how much I used to drink back in the day. Okay, I was packed room Thursday night. Ba ba ba. Tony Hinchcliffe's working the door. Tommy's working the booth. I got a ten thirty spot, mm-hmm. a good spot. But there used to be a bar up the street that I used to hang out with. That thank God it closed. Because I would have been dead if it was still open. Um, they used to do five dollar all I can drink from. Oh, sweet! Yeah, Red Rock. I used to. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I used to hang out there all the time. I got so lit that I passed out on stage. <laughs> oh my god! I I like. Uh, what did Tommy do? Tommy didn't know what to do. Uh, because I think at was one he point, even aware? <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> was aware. Yeah, he was aware when I threw up in my water bottle. Um, uh, On stage? Yeah. Wow. And then I had to bring up Ian. That started me and Ian's friendship. <laughs> that, that's how Ian got introduced to you. That's funny. Yeah, no, I, I remember that. Like, That's why, like, anything, like, people are like, yeah, hey, man, you look the same, but you're different. Yeah, I'm 39. I can't act like a 24-year-old crazy man all yeah. my life, you know, and yeah. then... I think that's what people don't realize that you can be the same person, but you can change too. Yeah. You know, and that's what I try to tell people anyway is like, it's never over as long as you realize your faults, like with your credit or whatever, like in life, you can, you can go for whatever you want to go for. You just have to to look at yourself unless if it's realistic and it's in your ball game. Right. Like, you know, you know, I'm not going to be a lawyer or a banker or whatever. But I can be a damn good comic, but I just have to focus on that. And that goes with anything you do in life, from your credit. Because I, I, when I got my car, I, I didn't realize that, like, you know, because I got, I got a nice little car, but uh, now I'm, like, obsessed with it. But, like, they, they, our family's been going to this dealership for 20 years, so they... They cut me some. I didn't know anything about credit unions, all this stuff. Right. But, you know, I was like, ah, oh, okay, I got a car, like you know, but a good car, solid car. But my uncle, my uncle, like I said, he took. We went into the library. He didn't even just use Google. This is how old school my uncle is. He goes, we were looking at cars like, like a Dodge Stratus, Honda Accord. Well, he pulled out all the consumer reports. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> he pulled With out no paper. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, where are the consumer reports from this year to this year? Like, you know, I was like, he had highlights, notes. I'm like, all right, oh my god, well, that's great. Yeah, so that's my CPA. So I, I can't, I can't mess around with too much of the stuff, you know. But he works. I mean, he works big. He's been a partner. Uh, an accountant for a long time and he's worked for uh farmers union and all that stuff so he he's pretty string like he's he i don't only only places that are my bosses or the venues and my uncle pretty much <laughs> like i don't know 
Uh, he's like, make sure you set money aside for the taxes. How many miles did you get? Oh, I don't know. Let me look. Bro. Let me look. Let me look. That's funny. Well, what would you tell a younger version of yourself? Like, now that you're 39, yeah. looking back, what would you tell that 21-year-old or the 18-year-old? Um, is there anything different you would do? From a comedy standpoint? Yeah. No, comedy, comedy, comedy life. Anything. Yeah, comedy. I went because that's what made me a storyteller and like you know so i'm i'm grateful on that aspect um i would tell him to surround himself with good people and you know get get your shit together i guess <laughs> like get yeah your shit together. yeah i mean, I mean yeah i mean <laughs> I wasn't listening to nobody else. Like everybody's like, David, get your shit together. I when Steve Simone is yelling at you, get your shit together. And, wow. Okay. And yeah, you were pretty much in a weird like the nicest guy in the world. While we're listening to Art Bell, it's like get your life together. And now I realize, like, like you realize, like having a car, and I never had a car. Like I had a Chrysler, New Yorker, or some piece of shit, um, but. Like you didn't, I didn't realize how nice everybody was here when they give me a ride because I've been <laughs> like now, now I have my car and people are like, hey, can I get a ride? I'm like, where do you live? Like I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll give you a ride because people gave me a ride. Oh, that's cool. But well, in my head, I just realized how how nice that was. But I I have the same thoughts they're thinking when they're driving. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, let me ask you this real quick because we're about out of time, but we can find you on Davy Wester Jubilee. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, the Is Davy it? Wester Jubilee comes out on Wednesday. We talk about country music and country, but we just talk about life generally. We had Jimmy Ray from the Hillbenders on there, and like they're a big bluegrass band, and that's the first episode. I also put them up. They're on iTunes and Stitcher, all that stuff. But if you don't know, if you're a backwoods some bitch like me, we just put it up on. We just put it up on my website so you can listen to it too. Like we we, we we just made it nice and simple for people. That's how we do it. We like it. Nice and simple. Well, Davey, I appreciate you coming on. Um, again, I'm Bob Wheeler. This is Money You Should Ask. Um, share the laughs and find us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. And you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Until next time, thanks a lot. 